From NPR and WNYC, live from the Bell House in beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Ask me another. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thank you, Jonathan. The holidays might make you think of what? Snowflakes? Sitting by the fire with your family? Or as one of our listeners put it, the smell of nutmeg and bourbon. It's one of my favorite Christmas spirits. It made us think about some of our most delightful VIPs, and we invited them back for a very special Ask Me Another Holiday Spectacular. We'll be playing games with New York Times mixologist Rosie Schapp and her brother ESPN reporter Jeremy Schapp. We have the Oscar-winning duo composers from Disney's Frozen, Bobby and Kristen Lopez. And the final festive ingredient is, of course, Bon Appetit's editor-in-chief, Adam Rappaport. So let's ring in this show with our first game called Blaze of Gloria and welcome our contestants Jody Anderson and Robin Aubrey. If there was one Christmas carol that you could strike one from the canon, a Christmas carol, which one would you decide to get rid of? I would choose Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yes. Because we all know he's coming to town. (laughs) It's creepy that he's watching you sleep. And there's no gray area. What if you're naughty and nice? I'm glad you put some time into thinking about that. (laughs) Robin, how about you? I don't like Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, yeah, well... Right, right. And uh, it was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. (laughs) Get ready to do some holiday singing in this game because it's a music game, so I'm going to toss it over to our one-man house band, Mr. Jonathan Colton. So we are going to sing a Christmas carol. The name of this Christmas carol is Angels We Have Heard on High. This song is perhaps best known for this beautiful refrain. Gloria. Right? I think that's my least favorite, actually. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) We have rewritten the lyrics to be about people and things that begin with the glow sound. I will give you a clue in the verse, and you will sing your answer to that refrain. For example, the feminist who co-founded Ms. Magazine would be Gloria Steinem. Thanks. Really, put your heart into it because this is the holiday show. The winner will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. All right, here we go. Some states now let you get high. Pot laws have begun to ease. Soon there'll be no need to lie and claim you have this eye disease. Robin. Glaucoma. I hope the same enthusiasm happens at question 10. Yeah. (laughs) Average temp is on the rise. Climate issues will not ease. Doesn't matter who denies, because every polar bear agrees. 
Robin. Global warming. Yeah. Jody, you're just staying out of it because you don't want to sing. I have won and you have failed, but I won't behave with grace. My true smugness is unveiled. I'll do this right in your face. Jody. Gloat. <laughs> yes, that's right. Very nice. And I feel like that T was extra mocking. <laughs> Unborn in the USA, characters in this tune sigh, longing for a bygone day, like Bruce says, they'll pass you by. Jody. Glory days. Yeah! Here's a holiday challenge for Bruce Springsteen. Write a song about the future. (laughs) (laughs) Holds the manual for my car. Flashlight charger, map, and keys. Fast food wrappers, protein bar. And my Taylor Swift CDs. Robin. Glove compartment. Yeah. (laughs) This is your last clip. I bring these to all the raves. You can see me in the dark. Move my dancing arms in waves with fluorescent tubes of spark. Jody. Glow sticks. Yeah, that's right. Art Chung, how did our contestants do? We have a tie. Oh, my God. All right, hands on your buzzers. This singer taught us all how to conga with her band, the Miami Sound Machine. Jody. Uh, Gloria Stefan. That is correct. Congratulations, Jody. You're moving on to Ask Me One More Final Round. And everybody. To help us with our next game, please welcome editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit magazine, Adam Rappaport. All right. I'm sure when people come to your house for the holidays, do you have people over? They must expect a lot. They do, and that's why we just give them ham. <laughs> really? Yes. Ham is, everyone loves ham. Even, especially us Jews. There's no way to make a Jew happier than give them a big, glistening, baked, bone-in ham with Martin's potato rolls and a big thing of punch. Do you do Christmas and Hanukkah? Yeah, I have a six-year-old son, and he said, Daddy, I'm half Jewish and half Christmas. <laughs> Where his priorities are, yeah. It's all about the toys. He's like, I got Christmas and Hanukkah. So Nine you- crazy nights. <laughs> okay, well, you are going to help us out with oh, the game yes. here. It's entitled Seasons Eatings. Perfect for someone of your stature and career. And here to play it, we have Stacy DeLynn and Jimmy Hoke. 
Stacy, what kind of food do you serve or make to wow your friends and family at the holidays? My family's Italian, so we have a tradition um, every Christmas Eve we do pizza fritta, which is like a fried dough. We make lots and lots of it, and you can put all kinds of like either sweet or savory things on it, but just a lot of like really fried foods. You sort of end the night all greasy and like full. And I've, and it's funny that you're here from Bon Appetit because I subscribe, and it's always been like my dream to be one of those beautiful families, like you know at the. <laughs> I like the French farmhouse with the like, you know, everyone look, looks amazing. And I'm like, as I'm describing this like fried dough fest, I'm like, I'm not, I don't think I'm getting in, in this the, year. In the evening all bloated and you unbutton your top button on your yeah. pants. And... Yeah, that one. How about you, Jimmy? Oh, well, my family is from the South, so we use as much butter as possible, but I tend to go for dessert. So apple pies or I made a bourbon cake. Well, you guys actually just gave us great examples because uh, obviously many countries and cultures have all kinds of different strange and festive culinary traditions. For example, I know that the Dutch on New Year's Eve like to make a batch of olibolen, which is fried dough balls with holiday stuff inside. In this game, Adam and I are going to quiz you on some more unusual food traditions. Let's go. In parts of Switzerland, the residents do something interesting with cream on New Year's to ensure a year of prosperity. What do they do with it? Do they A, pour it on their cows, B, drop it on the floor, or C, rub it on their faces? I'm going to say pour it on the floor, like gangsta style, like they pour some out. You are correct! You drop it on the floor. It's supposed to represent overflowing abundance. In certain parts of the Midwest, it's customary to serve ludenfisk. (laughs) You could argue it's dishonest to do so because it's literally whitefish that has been soaked in what? Stacy. Some kind of alcohol. They, like, drink to stay warm in the Midwest, right? (laughs) Uh, No, it's not some kind of alcohol. Jimmy, do you have a guess? My gut is vinegar. Yeah, it's a closer gut, but incorrect. Mm. Lie. lie. The answer is lie. According to the German tradition of Weinachsgurke, <laughs> it's good luck to hide what edible sandwich accessory in a Christmas tree? Jimmy. A pickle? You are correct. <laughs> Name the Italian sweet loaf that comes in low and tall trapezoidal boxes that some people mistakenly think is named after a baker named Tony. (laughs) Stacy. Panettone. Yes! All right, not to be confused with Bobby Bacala, a character on The Sopranos, Bacalao is a Christmas staple in Portugal. What is Bacalao? Is it A, squid pasta? B, dry salted cod, or C, hard-boiled pheasant eggs. Sorry. (laughs) Stacey. B, I'm sticking with the dried fish one. Dried salted cod. (laughs) All right, a fine matchup, but a a winner has emerged. Stacey, you will be moving on. Thank you so much. How about a huge hand for Adam Rappaport? Coming up, we'll pit two highly competitive siblings against each other in a family feud-style game about the holidays. So stick around. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for listening to Ask Me Another. So now that you've listened to our show and Serial is almost over, you're probably thinking, God, I need something new. Hey, no problem. Take a cruiser on iTunes. There are tons of NPR podcasts waiting for you, whether you want to know how to do everything, make yourself feel good, find out about pop culture, or maybe you're just in the mood for a story about love, spurned, or returned. We got them all. Just look around on iTunes under podcasts. You're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and with me is our one-man house band, Jonathan Colton, and our puzzle guru, Art Chung. Let's welcome our next two contestants, Ken Reed and Edward Smith. I'm sure you'll agree with me that nothing says the holidays like a cheesy, made-for-television holiday movie. Yeah. So what is your favorite, or at least the one that has a special place in your heart, holiday television special or movie, Edward? It's a television special, and it's got to be whatever community decides to do that year. Um, I'm not sure that their writers really think about it beforehand. They just start writing, and you get, like, weird claymation robot specials. (laughs) Um, But it's pretty great. That is very highbrow and in tune with our listener demographics. Exactly. (laughs) Now I'll offset that with my answer. Okay. Uh, There's only one answer here. Okay. And it's uh, 1990s fantastic Dolly Parton special, Christmas at Home. Uh, it is the only Christmas special that needs to exist. She dresses like Rudolph and no one mentions it. She goes and sings for an old folks home and then while the old people sing, she brings down their singing and does a voiceover over their singing. I, I watch it every year. All right, well, in this game, we are going to read you a movie plot summary, and you have to tell us if it's an actual made-for-television holiday movie or if we just made it up. And we are going to alternate clues so there's no need to ring in. You don't need to use your buzzers. The winner will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. So, Ken, we'll start with you. Okay. Finding Mrs. Claus. Here's the summary. Feeling neglected by her husband, Santa, who, let's face it, is a bit work-obsessed. Jessica Claus, played by Mira Sorvino, goes to Las Vegas to make a little girl's Christmas wish come true. But when Santa follows her to Vegas to make amends, will the world's children be out of luck? All right, I know the Hallmark Channel's a thing, so that makes that difficult. I think Mira Sorvino is making me lean towards you making it up. I'm sorry, that is real. She won an Oscar, didn't she? She did win an Oscar. Edward, this one's for you. Santa Baby. Jenny McCarthy. It's That's it. That's all I have for you. <clears throat> no, no. Jenny McCarthy is Mary Class, a high-powered businesswoman who is also secretly the daughter of Santa Claus, played by George Wendt. When Dad gets sick right before Christmas... Mary returns home and uses her business techniques on the elves. Can Mary downsize those elves in time? This game plays on my complete lack of Christmas knowledge, um, but I'm going to go with made up. No, I'm sorry, that's real. Of course it is. All right, back to you, Ken. The Santa con. When small-time con man Nick 
is ordered by his parole officer to take a job as a department store Santa, he rashly promises to reunite a young boy's estranged parents for the holidays. Can this former crook steal back Christmas and our hearts? Co-starring and directed by Melissa Joan Hart. 100% real. That is correct. Yes, yep. it is real. I've seen that. <laughs> uh, and how was it? It was okay. It wasn't her best work. No? Um, she's a better director than a performer. All right, Edward. Oh, Christmas tree. After the star on the company Christmas tree falls on the head of a cynical ad executive, Josh Hartnett, he wakes up to find that he's a small-town lumberjack running a struggling tree lot business. Can the sexy spirit of Christmas, played by Tiffany Thiessen, help him understand the true meaning of the season and save his wood? Um, I'm going to go with fake. You're right, that is totally fake. What, what, what gave it away for you? The wood, the yeah. saving of the wood. <laughs> All right, this is your last set of questions. Ken, the 12 men of Christmas. Woo! At the office Christmas party, Manhattan publicist E.J. Baxter, played by Kristen Chenoweth, loses her job and her fiancé. Distraught, she takes a job in Montana. There's no other reason you would take a job in Montana. Helping the locals raise money for their search and rescue station while trying to convince the male rescue workers to pose for a racy calendar, she realizes that love is an appointment that she can't miss. I have to say that's real. <laughs> it is real. Edward, the dog who saved Christmas vacation. When the Bannister family spends the holidays at a Rocky Mountain resort, they are unexpectedly joined by Uncle Randy, his poodle Bella, voiced by Paris Hilton, and a pair of bumbling jewel thieves, led by Dean Kane. Can their police dog Zeus, voiced by Mario Lopez, stop the thieves and learn to ski before Christmas? One of Mario Lopez's finest roles. It's one of those that sounds so ridiculous that I can't call it fake since I have Santa Claus Conquers the Martians on my DVD shelf. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go real. You are right. It is real. Yes. Puzzle Guru Archung, how did our contestants do? We have another tie. This time you got to pick up your buzzers. Which of these is not, I repeat, not a made-for-TV holiday movie starring Dean Cain? <laughs> Defending Santa, A Christmas Wedding, or My Father's Sleigh? Edward. My Father's Sleigh. That is correct. Well done. You're moving on. Let's welcome New York Times drink columnist Rosie Schapp and ESPN correspondent and host Jeremy Schapp. So very competitive home growing up? 
No. No? No. No, I won everything. Oh, really? Especially the affection of our parents. Absolutely. No, I was saying, you know, it was scary to come here and face my brother, who is the overachiever in the family, and I'm definitely the underachiever in the family, but mom and dad always liked him better anyway, so I have nothing to lose. For good reason. I mean... (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Jeremy was No, this is all... This this isn't real. We're just kidding. Sure, yeah. Did you guys play board games and stuff like that at home? Was there some Scrabble? Nope. She's the Scrabble person. I can tell. It was just head games at home. That's what you play. <laughs> now, I, I was actually told Scrabble was forbidden in our family because our father was so competitive at it. Oh, so well, I, is that I true? I didn't that's what that. I heard. I didn't really? play Scrabble until college. Too, right? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, very he good. Was good. I think he actually paid his way through college playing poker, though. Right. Probably not, probably not Scrabble for money, but he was right. good at games. He was good at games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mean gambling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, this is a very fun game. It's called, we titled it Shaps Family Feud, or uh, I guess as you guys called it growing up, Monday through Sunday. Yeah. What we did is we surveyed... A hundred of our loyal Ask Me Another listeners. So put yourself in that mindset. We're talking like smart puzzle and comedy nerds. They probably host their own podcasts. You know, those people. Well adjusted. And we've, we quiz them uh, on a wide range of holiday topics. Right, and here's how it's going to work. We're looking for the most popular answer from our listeners. After Ophira reads the question, whoever buzzes in first gets the first guess, but the other sibling gets to guess too. And whoever guesses the more popular answer gets a point. Do you remember yep. how mom wanted to go on Family Feud? She loved Family Feud. She did. Well, she she loved Richard Dawson. I don't know. She did. The game. Yeah. No, this is going to be great. No, wait a second. Your mother wanted to have the whole family on Family Feud? Well, I mean, our family was small, so it was going to be Jeremy, me, mom, and our neighbors, Nick and Ray, <laughs> who wore a lot of leather. <laughs> we, we lived it was in... A, it, was a, it was a meatpacking district family. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, here we go. So we asked our listeners, name an activity you like to do in the snow. So you're going to ring in. <laughs> Rosie sled. and y- Sled? What do you say, Jeremy? I'm assuming have intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show, Jeremy. Uh, surprisingly, intercourse was not one of the answers. <laughs> what everybody likes to do anywhere. I told you to put yourself in the mindset so of our listeners. Right People that host their own podcast do not have intercourse. <laughs> Rosie gets the point. That was our number two most popular answer. The number one most popular answer was snow angels. What? I think that's a euphemism. <laughs> we asked our listeners, name a living actor or actress that you wish would come over for holiday dinner. I don't know. Um, George Clooney? He's alive. Okay. George Clooney's yeah. on the list. He's on the list? Uh, Jeremy? Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Jennifer Lawrence is number two. Thank you. I'm more in touch with the people. No doubt about that. <laughs> number one, though, was Benedict Cumberbatch. What? We asked our listeners, name an adjective that you'd use to describe an eldest sibling. Bossy. <laughs> that was Jeremy that rang in, but... Uh... Talk about bossy. Uh, what would it be? You ring in and you don't have an answer? Oh, I have to think of what they would say about an eldest yeah. sibling. Okay, I see. Um, 
domineering. Domineering? Are you sticking with bossy? I'm sticking with bossy. The number one answer was bossy. <laughs> but All right. he's going to say, but that is domineering. It's the same. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say, I, 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 thought, I thought the buzzer meant something, but it's, apparently it, it doesn't. Okay. <sighs> we asked our listeners, name the dumbest winter Olympic sport. Jeremy? Curling. Sorry. Sorry, Canada. Rosie, do you want to chime in with a possible answer? <clears throat> I was going to say that, too. <laughs> yeah, curling kind of is the first to come to mind there. Sorry, Canada. 48% said curling. Oh. That's the right answer. What, what second? Is it ice dancing? Uh, biathlon. Really? Biathlon's a wonderful sport. Yeah. <laughs> we asked our listeners, what was a gift you wished you'd get as a kid but never received? I know! Uh, what would they say? Uh, he rings in with no answer. Raggedy Ann. Okay, fine. I don't know. Good, fine. Rosie? I- I'm going to say a sort of hopeless wish would be a pony. Pony was number two on the list. So, congratulations. Art, <laughs> how'd they do? They did amazing, and Rosie sneaked through, and she won. Thank you so much, Jeremy Knapp, Rosie Knapp. Put the lights on the tree, put them on the tree, put them on the tree. Put the ribbon on the wreath, put it on the wreath, put it on the Our next contestant is on the line. Hi, you're on Ask Me Another. Hi, this is Nikki Atkins from Newport, Oregon. Hello, Nikki. Are you really into uh, Christmas? Was that a big deal in your family, or are you guys mellow about it? Oh, it it wasn't a huge deal, but I was special because my grandfather was Santa Claus. Literally? Yes. I think your grandfather has something to tell you. (laughs) Well, he was the official Santa um, for a long time in his hometown for the parade that happened on oh, Thanksgiving wow. evening. But the problem was that the first year he did this, they went through the whole town. He got to the stage at the end. He lit the town's Christmas lights. And then completely unprepared, they sprung on him. And now Santa is going to lead us in some Christmas carols. And uh, did he not know Christmas carols? Well, he decided, okay, uh, jingle bells. Okay, let's start singing jingle bells. So everybody sings jingle bells, jingle bells. Then they get to the verse, and Grandpa don't know the words. <laughs> so he starts making stuff up. <laughs> the whole nine yards. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to play a word game with you. Are you a, a word game person? I like them. I'm hoping I can do well on this. Okay, well, this game is called Reindeer Games, but that's spelled R-A-I-N, as in precipitation, and D-E-A-R, as in a loved one. So we're going to give you clues of two words whose homonyms form a new phrase when put together. Let's go to our puzzle guru, Art Chung, for an example. So, Nikki, if we said, name an animal that you would find way up north that sounds like a person conducting a survey plus a word meaning naked, you'd answer polar bear, as in P-O-L-L-E-R, someone conducting a survey, and bear, B-A-R-E. Oh, boy. 
So don't panic. We're going to give you a clue to each part of the two-word phrase as well as the whole phrase, and we can, you can just talk it out with me. Okay. All right, so here we go. Name something that Santa's reindeer might hear that sounds like a word meaning to kill plus beautiful southern women. Sleigh bells. Sleigh bells, exactly. Uh, name something you'll find on a pool table that sounds like a line you'll stand in plus what a crybaby would do. Q... Q rat. Crybaby. Plus what? Rat a, yeah, cry close. Baby. Plus what a Q cry. cry. Q is the That's first too part. It's a synonym for cry. <laughs> and and Q some, whale. So yeah, something you'd find on a on a pool table is a a ball. Yeah. Q ball. Uh, yeah. Q ball. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Oh. All right. This one's super hard. <laughs> Oh, great. Name something a wintertime driver puts in their car to keep their engine running that sounds like a female relative plus a sculpted tableau. An antifreeze? Yeah. (laughs) What do you call the stuff you spray on your windshield? (laughs) Just got to settle a bet here with the Ask Me Another crew. The stuff I spray on my windshield? You know, to get like rid the of the... windshield washer fluid? Yeah. Yeah. Washer fluid. It, That's what you call it. In the washer win- fluid. In the winter. In the winter. Isn't it also called antifreeze? No, antifreeze... Okay, so enough from you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got that question right. All right? <laughs> this is your last question. After a big holiday meal, name the part of your pants that you're glad are stretchy... That sounds like leftover trash plus a word meaning forbidden. Waistband. Waistband is correct. That was a super hard game. You nailed it. And we are going to be sending you a limited edition Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube all the way out to Newport, Oregon. Thank you so much, Nikki. Thank you. If you would like to play our reindeer games, you don't need a shiny red nose, just an email address. Email us at askmeanother at npr.org and we will send you a contestant quiz. And who knows, maybe you'll go down in history. So coming up, we'll sing more holiday tunes with a couple folks who wrote one of the all-time catchiest tunes about winter. I'm talking about the songwriting duo from Disney's Frozen, Bobby and Kristen Lopez. So stay tuned. This is Ask Me Another from NPR. Just a quick word from one of our sponsors, Pajamagram. Pajamagram wants to outfit your whole puzzle-loving family this holiday season, even your cat and or dog. They've got over 17 pajama patterns to choose from, and they'll even gift wrap them for you free of charge. It's the perfect holiday gift. So what are you waiting for? Check out pajamagram.com.
Welcome back to Ask Me Another, NPR and WNYC's hour of trivia, puzzles, and word games. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and with me is our one-man house band, Jonathan Colton, and our puzzle guru, Art Chung. For a game titled Happy Holidays, we have Alana Durkin and Philip Halen. Alana, you were visiting us from Philadelphia? Yes. What is your favorite thing about Hanukkah? Uh, my favorite thing is being wished a happy Hanukkah because I am not actually Jewish. <laughs> I always play in a concert band, usually. Okay. And, you know, every holiday concert, they make sure there's one Hanukkah song so to represent. Yep. And it's usually the best one, musically. We're playing the three moods of Hanukkah this year. The three, what are the three moods of Hanukkah? <laughs> There's the fast one, the slower one, <laughs> and the fast one again. <laughs> Philip, what is your favorite part of Hanukkah? Growing up, my favorite part was that I got eight nights of presents and, and I could lord it over my Christian friends. But then as I aged, my parents stopped giving me gifts every night. And now it's only like there's like one Hanukkah gift. And it tends to be something they get me like a week, a month in advance. And they're like, yeah, we got you your Hanukkah present. Right, this is their way of, of saying like, you're a grown-ups. Leave us alone. Like, that's what this is. You're a grown-up. Stop, stop getting so intense about dreidel. My, my brother and I go hard. <laughs> well, this is a, a game kind of about Hanukkah. Uh, it's really just about the first consonant in Hanukkah, pronounced with that back-of-the-throat sound. So to honor the Hanukkah season, we thought it might be fun to pronounce a lot of other words that way. So I'm going to give you a clue to a word or a name that starts with H, and you give me the word or name, but pronounce it with the H sound. <laughs> so we've handed out safety goggles and yarmulkes to our audience members in the first few rows. And the winner will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Here we go. This enormous semi-aquatic mammal from sub-Saharan Africa would have trouble using its hooves to spin a dreidel. Alana. A hippo. <laughs> of course, from the popular Hanukkah game, Hungry, Hungry Hippos. <laughs> Instead of filling your Hanukkah donuts with the traditional jelly, try using Nutella, a spread made from these. Philip. Hazelnuts. Hazelnuts. You could call a large jelly sandwich by a different name for every night of Hanukkah. Sub, hero, grinder, po'boy, Italian sandwich, wedge, blimpy, and this, which is what they call it in Philadelphia. Alana. A hoagie. <laughs> Before the president lights the White House menorah. They probably play this song because they always play this song for the president. Philip. Hail to the chief. <laughs> yes. Okay, this is your last clue. If you don't want your loose locks getting in your matzo ball soup, put one of these lunch lady staples on your head. Alana. A hairnet. <laughs> hairnet. I feel like you have a particularly Eastern European... <laughs> She sounds like a Meryl Streep character. <laughs> awesome. Archung, how did our contestants do? I think I need a lozenge right now. Uh, hooray for Alana. She's moving on to our final round. 
That was a very tight game, and you guys did brilliant performances. What about those N's and K's? Do you use one or two? How do you spell Hanukkah? Let's welcome our good friends and the songwriters of Disney's Frozen, Bobby and Kristen Lopez. Now, this was obviously a huge year for you guys. Uh, did your kids dress up as the characters for Halloween? Actually, um, our kids dressed up as the characters last year when no one knew about oh, yeah. them. And this year, our nine-year-old is so over it. But our five-year-old spends most of her day in the deluxe Elsa costume most of the day. <laughs> the deluxe. Yes, yeah, she's, she's very, she wants another deluxe because she grew out of the other one. And I went on eBay to find out what the deluxe Elsa costume cost. And it, I was like, you're not getting a deluxe Elsa costume. <laughs> Sorry. You, you can't just get one? <laughs> we went to the Disney store uh, seriously, and the songs were playing. We were like, you know, we we actually wrote those songs. It was only it was and because she she said we were trying to use our, our little Disney right. discount, and she was like, "What do you do for Disney?" Right. We were like, we wrote those songs, and she was like, "Why?" <laughs> so you know. We just we just stay home. We just <laughs> uh, well, we can't have you on our show without using your incredible talents. So this is a game called All I Want for Christmas. And let's meet our contestants, Jen Ryan and Kelly Buchek. <laughs> Kelly, Jen, can you tell me about the worst gift you have ever given someone? I can think of so many more worst ones I've gotten. Sure, yeah. yeah. The worst one, I think, is I was in college. My best friend, I was like, oh, I know she collects these great um, nutcrackers. So I was trying to find the craziest looking nutcracker, and I wrapped it up. And she was like, oh, a nutcracker. And I was like, don't you collect these? And she said, no, I guess I do now. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was awful. I guess it was the wrong. <laughs> Jen? I'm, I'm with Kristen. I gave somebody the flu for Christmas. <laughs> once. Um, I, had, I had just crashed my car. I had, I had been fired from my job. And for Christmas, I got the most hideous flu. And I ended up giving it to like my best friend and her kids. <laughs> But I give really good gifts. I try to give nice gifts to people right. that I like, and I give the flu to people that I love. <laughs> That's right. So tonight we are going to celebrate these traditional, perhaps even cliche gifts, and the comfort of holiday expectations well met. The Lopez's will sing with me, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, which is a fantastic song, and I'm not being sarcastic. I am being sarcastic. With clues... With clues to not-so-great Christmas gifts. Just ring in and tell us which gifts we are talking about. Are you ready? Indeed. Okay. I don't want a lot for Christmas. What I want involves some seeds. Terracotta figurine with little sprouts that grow like weeds. Just like I saw on TV Oh, somebody hears my plea It's ch-ch-cheesy, yeah 
Jen. Thank you for putting me in therapy and making me sing with an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony winner. I've not won any awards for singing, though, so here we go. Uh, Neither have I. Also, let's talk about how this melody is a little bit like quantum physics. You have to sort of approximate what it is. There's no real, uh, it just goes like... It's just a lot of riffing, so here we go. You know that I dig my music, always have my headphones on. And I will download anything, yeah That conclusion is foregone You don't know me well enough to Buy a CD, just confess There is something Apple sells online Or at a CVS So if you don't know my taste Don't let this gift go to waste This one's not so hard All I want for Christmas is Kelly. An iPod. No. No. No, no, no. No, I'm sorry. No, That's not, not the answer quite. we're looking for. Not quite. But I like your earrings. <laughs> oh, thank you. Good well, save, Chris. Then it was worth the trip, so thank you. <laughs> Jen, Jen, do you know the answer? An iTunes gift card. That's right. <laughs> what are you going to use your gift card on, though? I know. you got to put on your iPod. <laughs> Kelly's working out how her answer makes sense. Yeah, just I'm justifying. <laughs> I, I feel you, Kelly. I, I've been there. I've been there. If you don't know what to get me, my home seem less austere. Situated in a glass, this wax affects my atmosphere. Some will smell like eucalyptus, others like a pumpkin patch. And to simulate these odors, all I do is light a match. Kelly. I'm kind of scared to answer. All I want for Christmas is a candle. Yes, that's right. Kelly. Calendar. Yeah. Desktop yeah. calendar, day by, every day, day by day calendar. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Day to day calendar. <laughs> words, words, more and more words about calendars. <laughs> this is your. <laughs> this is your last question. I just wanna munch this Christmas. Something salty, something sweet. And I know my office mates are also waiting for this treat. I attack the caramel, others think the cheese is swell. Reusable bin, baby, all out for Christmas is... Kelly. Popcorn in a tin. Yeah! Like- It looks like we have a winner of this round. Both of them 
amazing pipes and tons of fun, but Kelly emerged as our winner of this round. Let's hear one more time for Kristen and Bobby Lopez. Now we're gonna crown this week's grand champion. Let's bring back from Blaze of Glory, Jody Anderson. From Seasons Eating, Stacy Delin. From Tis the Season for Corny Movies, Edward Smith. From Happy Holidays, Alana Durkin. And from All I Want for Christmas, Kelly Buchek. They'll be playing our Ask Me One More final round entitled Ho, Ho, Ho. And I'll turn it over to our puzzle guru, Art Chung. Thanks, Afira. In this final round, every correct answer will start with a jolly ho sound. So if I said this goalkeeper has won two Olympic medals with the U.S. women's soccer team, you'd say hope solo or ho, ho, hope solo. Up to you. We're going to play the spell and be style, so one wrong answer and you're out. You only have a few seconds to give me that answer, and the last person standing is our Ask Me Another grand winner. Your prize tonight comes from the land of misfit toys. It's a grab bag of unclaimed Ask Me Another grand prizes that are all autographed. <laughs> Plus, Adam Rappaport has cleaned out the Bon Appetit fridge, so I hope you brought a cooler. <laughs> Here we go. Jody. Claire Danes won an Emmy for her role on this Showtime drama. Ho, 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 homeland. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Just in a nick of time, and it was an extra ho. <laughs> Stacy, he was the communist leader of North Vietnam until his death in 1969. <laughs> ho, 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 Chi Minh. That is right. Edward, it's a classic Western song that describes where the buffalo roam and the deer and the antelope play. Ho, ho, home on the range. You got it. Alana, it's a legendary object sought in different stories by Indiana Jones, Monty Python, and King Arthur's Knights. Ho, ho, holy grail. Correct. <laughs> Kelly, it's a two-word term for Russia's role at the 2014 Winter Olympics. Ho, ho, host country? That's right. <laughs> Jody, this Egyptian-American news anchor co-hosts the fourth hour of the Today Show with Kathy Lee. Ho, ho, will we end... I love him. I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Step aside. Let's see if Stacy knows. Ho, ho, ho to Kavi. That is correct. Jody, thank you for playing. Edward, it's an alternative rock band founded by Courtney Love. <laughs> ho, ho, how did you think I would know this? <laughs> ho, ho, no, that's incorrect. Alana, do you know the answer to that one? Ho, ho, homewreckers? That is probably not right either. Kelly, an alternative rock band founded by Courtney Love. Ho, ho, hole. That is right. We have to say goodbye to Alana and Ed. We are down to Stacy and Kelly. Stacy, it's the last name of the first African-American attorney general of the United States. Ho, ho, holder. That's right. Kelly. It's a hit song by Wilson Phillips, which they performed during the wedding scene in the movie Bridesmaids. Ho, ho, hold on for one more day. Hold on is correct. We'll accept that. That's right. <laughs> Stacy, Frank Sinatra was born in this New Jersey city. Ho, ho, Hoboken. That's right. <laughs> Kelly, it's the VH1 reality show that covered the family life of teenagers Brooke and Nick and their parents, Linda and Hulk. Uh, ho, ho, Hogan's... Heroes. 
That's a, that was a different show. Stacy, if you know the answer, you're a winner? I thought it was the Ho-Ho Hogan's. No, it was Hogan oh. Knows Best. Oh. We have run out of questions, so we're going to a tiebreaker. All right, hands on your buzzers. In Catholic philosophy, the three theological virtues are faith, charity, and this. Kelly. Love? No. <laughs> Stacy, do you know? Ho, ho, hope. Hope is right. You're the winner. What a magical moment that was. Kelly goes, love? No, you're wrong. <laughs> well done. Congratulations, Stacy. You're our big ask me another winner. And that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to be a contestant, find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just look around for NPR Ask Me Another. And if you've missed any of this week's show, you can download our podcast and you can find every Ask Me Another episode ever there, plus some special bonus extras. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is Art Chung. Hey, my name anagrams to Narc Thug. Our house musician is Jonathan Colton. Now, Jolta Cannon. Additional puzzle writing by Mark Halpin, Greg Lightman, Karen Lurie, and Josiah Madigan. Ask Me Another is produced by Jesse Baker, Josh Rogerson, Eleanor Kagan, Jess Miller, Denny Shin, and our intern, Lauren Moon, along with Portia Robertson-Migas and Eric Newsom. We are recorded by Bill Moss, Noriko Akabe, and David Hurtkin. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. I'm her ripe begonias. Vera Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Emma. Emma is an easy-to-use tool for email marketing. And with Emma, you can create sophisticated, automated email campaigns that deliver messages to your audience. And the interface is really intuitive, so you can create really nice-looking emails with this drag-and-drop editor. And then you can track the results using this very cool interactive map that shows you exactly where people are clicking in your email. Emma's great for marketing teams or agencies, Anyone who just wants to upgrade from the DIY services, but you don't want this complex, huge, expensive system. So take the puzzle out of e-marketing and give them a try. Just go to myemma.com. Next time on Ask Me Another. We think he was the best Batman. We think he was the best Batman. We don't want a new Batman, even if it's Ben Affleck. Join me, Ophira Eisenberg, with VIPs John Hodgman, A.J. Jacobs, and Liz Winstead. Jingle on! Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Ask Me Another. I know that you love podcasts, and you're probably in the mood for something new. So why not take a cruise around iTunes for all kinds of great NPR podcasts? You can learn how to do things. You can learn about pop culture. Maybe you are in the mood for a story about unrequited love or love that's actually returned. We've got them all, so just check around. Look on iTunes under Podcasts.